to the podcast. So it's been um, exactly one week since the last podcast. And I know a lot of you guys must be wondering, like, why is that? Um, it's not because I haven't been wanting to do some. It's because, unfortunately, I've been a little bit under the weather. Still just a little bit under the weather. Um, but, you know, I really wanted to do a podcast because it's been such a long time. Uh, so, first of all, if you were wondering, thank you for watching and listening. Um, but hopefully we can uh, feed that appetite with a huge podcast today. Lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, so we'll start with a good tweet from WWE Creative Humor. Uh, the last podcast we talked about WWE TLC, and they read a really good tweet. They were saying, Asuka's going to run through the women's division like viral meningitis, Booker T, probably at TLC. So I thought that that was a really funny tweet to get us going. Um, then there was a really crazy story that I read on marketwatch.com that talked about a person making $10,000 a month writing fake news. Um, really crazy stuff. Definitely worth reading. Uh, it's there on twitter.com slash thejohndnewton if you're interested to read that story. Um, then I tweeted about the Leafs recently deciding to sign Roman Polak to a contract and I honestly was saying, you know, I don't understand why the Leafs are so stuck on Polak. I think he really does suck. Um, I think it's a mistake to try to sign him. I don't really see what he has to offer. He's slow. He gets a lot of penalties as a defenseman. I find that to be like a liability. So I'm not quite sure why they continue to, to sign him to contracts, why they continue to bring him to be a part of the team. Um, but I think it's a mistake. Um, then uh, I was saying, welcome to WWE T TLC, a.k.a. WWE Clusterfuck, um, not knowing what to expect going into that event. Um, on a separate brain dropping, I was saying that I did not know that the Mayflower had only 102 passengers. I don't know if you guys knew that, but I was kind of shocked to find that out um, earlier this week. Um, then Uberfax had a good tweet. They said in 1908, an explosion in a Siberian forest produced nearly 185 times more energy than an atomic bomb. To this day, its cause is unknown. So a bit mis mysterious, a bit crazy there, but an interesting tweet from Uberfax. Uh, then WWE Creative Humor tweeted out, Dear Michael Cole, Maybe tonight isn't the night to use the word infectious, which at one point he actually did. I wish they were making that up, but yeah, that was kind of probably not the right idea uh, for Michael Cole. Um, then there was a point in the show where The Miz was saying, like, Kurt Angle did this on purpose, like he did it to put himself into the main event. Uh, WWE Creative Humor ran with that. They said, yeah, Kurt Angle's plan all along was to put himself in a thrown-together match on a filler show. Evil genius. <laughs> and I agreed. I said, in a handicap match that he created, fucking genius. Because uh, obviously, you know, if you're not the biggest wrestling fan, it was a handicap match, but in the opposite way. So it was five on three, and Kurt Angle joined the, the team with just three people, including himself. So, you know, not, not such a genius move. Um... Then, at some point during the event, TLC, they had an ad for pizza, and I was thinking for a second, 
is this Impact Pizza that's advertising WWE TLC? But no, that, that wasn't the case. Uh, so this image actually shows up pretty well on the screen. I was surprised to see this uh, earlier this week. Um, it's actually showing a playground in the early 1900s, and they've got to be like 15 or 20 feet up in the air on this playground. Um, and I was just saying, they really didn't give a fuck about children's safety in the early 1900s. <laughs> crazy, crazy image there. Um, and speaking of not giving a fuck about children's safety, uh, New Jersey's Action Park uh, offered fun and injury for the whole family. And there's an article there for AV Club where it shows a pretty dangerous loop there in a water park. Um, and that, that article is available at twitter.com slash thejohndnewton to check that out. Um, then WWE Creative Humor tweeted out Survivor Series, the one night of the year where you'll see Raw and SmackDown superstars face off, except for the Royal Rumble and tonight because they had AJ Styles against Finn Balor at TLC. Um, then I was saying that somebody should throw cabbage at Jason Jordan during his matches because he was doing that to Elias when he was trying to perform on his guitar. Um, then there was a tweet from Creative Humor saying, I am Elias. Who wants to waste time on a pay-per-view with Elias? Uh, because they kept featuring him throughout the pay-per-view, just trying to come out and play his guitar, and Jason Jordan kept interrupting him. It was a pay-per-view that needed a lot of fillers, and for whatever reason, they chose to go with Elias and Jason Jordan to do that. Uh, then Enzo was sick, so he's ended up not talking on the mic and I was saying oh no Enzo's got meningitis replace him with the big show for his match um, then there was a WWE French commentator who shouted I am the table uh, during TLC uh, so I'm not sure if this clip so if you're a Botchamania fan, you'll get that. If not, you have no idea what the hell just happened, but that's okay. Um, then Creative Humor tweeted out, uh, Tonight Brock Lesnar responds to Jinder Mahal's challenge, hopefully without laughing. And also, Impact Wrestling announced that they terminated their business relationship with Jeff Jarrett and Global Force Entertainment effective immediately. Um, so that's a pretty crazy situation going on. Uh, Eric Bledsoe uh, met with the Phoenix Suns this morning uh, before a shoot-around, so this was on the 23rd, and was sent home. Uh, he did not play against Sacramento. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted out, uh, that the Suns are engaged in trade talks with several teams on Bledsoe, and Phoenix is soliciting offers with expectation that he's on the move elsewhere. And Matthew tweeted out, uh, this was one of the other foreign announcers, uh, when someone's trying to talk to you in a club, but it's too loud, so you can't hear them, but you're too polite to say anything. So I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs>
then there was this image of Kurt Angle uh, with the shield and he actually dressed up as a shield member he had the vest and everything uh, so Menly tweeted out when your dad wants to play Call of Duty with you <laughs> so that one was pretty funny uh, then there was this gif uh, tweeted out by TDE Wrestling uh, with Neville, and I thought it was pretty good as well. Uh, no caption, um, but just an interesting, <laughs> interesting image there of Neville. Uh, then Jorge tweeted this, which I thought was interesting: uh, conflict in literature. Man versus Nature, and it shows Hulk Hogan against the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Uh, it's got Man versus Society, and it's got uh, Daniel Bryan. It's got Man versus Technology, and that's Triple H dressed up as the Terminator for one of the WrestleManias. Uh, it's got Man versus Man, Bret Hart against Shawn Michaels, Man versus Self, uh, somebody dressed up as Kane and Kane. Uh, man versus reality, and it's got Paul Heyman. <laughs> uh, man versus God, and it shows uh, they actually had a match where I think it was Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon against God and a tag team partner. I can't remember who the tag team partner was, but it was at Backlash, and when God came out, it was just like a light. It's kind of silly, but so is this. Uh, man versus no god and it shows Stone Cold against The Undertaker and then man versus author and it shows CM Punk so I thought all all the way around that was a really really good tweet there uh, from Jorge and then on the 23rd I also saw these really crazy ads uh, that I really couldn't even believe. One of them was from Timberland and it said, you're never going to be able to retire. Why should your boots? Um, then there was one from Welch's, Janet Nichols has never had a day off. Then there was one, uh, harder work, nicer. Uh, not quite sure what that says. Um, let's see. The harder you work, the nicer the vacation your boss goes on. And then there was one that said, you eat a coffee for lunch, you follow through on your follow through, sleep deprivation is your drug of choice, you might be a doer. So all of these really crazy ads, I can't believe they actually saw the light of day and got approval. Um, and I was just going, um, yay? Like, very strange ads. Um, then there was this tweet from Tim and Sid, and at the time, uh, this was on the 23rd, so the Montreal Canadiens had lost, like, seven games straight, and it said, is Mark Bergevin on the hot seat? And it shows him playing, like, who wants to be a millionaire? In the offseason, how did you improve the team? A, re-sign Markov. B, trade for Matt Duchesne. C. Resign Alex Radulov, or D. Sign Alice Hemsky and Mark Strait, and D was the answer. So, pretty funny uh, image there from Tim and Sid. Speaking of funny images, 
the New Yorker came up with a cover uh, with Donald Trump dressed up as a clown. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny as well. Uh, then there was a tweet from, it wasn't really Braun Strowman, but we'll pretend like it was. And he said, hey guys, I'm glad Kurt Angle came back out and shit, but I'm still stuck in a fucking garbage truck driving out of the arena now. <laughs> At the end of that match, they actually put Braun Strowman in the back of a garbage truck. Um, crazy stuff. Um, then Bloomberg Politics tweeted out, uh, breaking news at the time, which was the 23rd, um, Japan's uh, Abe projected to win re-election with his coalition securing a majority in parliament. And I've got to admit, even here on this podcast, I was saying that I thought it was a mistake for Abe to call for an election in Japan, um, relying on like that politics of fear. Um, but, you know, I read that one totally wrong. And credit to Abe for proving me wrong, uh, getting a majority in his parliament. Uh, then Bob McKenzie tweeted out uh, that Niemi was uh, put on waivers by Pittsburgh. And then there was this crazy video from Megan Kelly in regards to Bill O'Reilly. Um, just not shocking about Bill O'Reilly, but kind of shocking to hear it. Um, Riley calls the Times reports a malicious smear, claiming that no woman in 20 years ever complained to human resources or legal about him. Maybe that is true. Fox News was not exactly a friendly environment for harassment victims who wanted to report, in my experience. However, O'Reilly's suggestion that no one ever complained about his behavior is false. I know because I complained. It was November of 2016, the day my memoir was released. In it, I included a chapter on Ailes and the sexual harassment scandal at Fox News, something the Murdochs knew I was doing and, to their credit, approved. O'Reilly happened to be on CBS News that morning. They asked him about my book and about Ailes, who by this time had been forced out in disgrace. O'Reilly's response? I'm not yes. that interested in this. No? No, in I mean, it's sexual all harassment? You're not interested in sexual harassment? I'm not interested in basically litigating something that is finished that makes my network look bad, okay? I'm not interested in making my network look bad at all. That doesn't interest me one bit. I did something that day I've never done before. I wrote an email to the co-presidents of Fox News, Bill Shine and Jack Abernathy. An email I have never made public but am sharing now because I think it speaks volumes about powerful men and the roadblocks one can face in taking them on. I wrote in part, perhaps he didn't realize the kind of message his criticism sends to young women across this country about how men continue to view the issue of speaking out about sexual harassment. Perhaps he didn't realize that his exact attitude of shaming women into shutting the hell up about harassment on grounds that it will disgrace the company is in part how Fox News got into the decade-long Ailes mess to begin with. Perhaps it's his own history of harassment of women, which has, as you both know, resulted in payouts to more than one woman, including recently, that blinded him to the folly of saying anything other than, I am just so sorry for the women of this company who never should have had to go through that. Bill Shine called me in response to my email, promising to deal with O'Reilly. By 8 p.m. that night, O'Reilly had apparently been dealt with. And by that, I mean he was permitted 
with management's advance notice and blessing to go on the air and attack the company's harassment victims yet again. If somebody is paying you a wage, you owe that person or company allegiance. If you don't like what's happening in the workplace, go to human resources or leave. I've done that. And then take the action you need to take afterward if you feel agreed. There are labor lawyers in this country. But don't run down the concern that supports you by trying to undermine it. This is not unique to Fox News. Women everywhere are used to being dismissed, ignored, or attacked when raising complaints about men in authority positions. They stay silent so often out of fear. Fear of ending their careers, fear of lawyers, yes. And often fear of public shaming, including through the media. At Fox News, the media relations chief, Irina Briganti, is known for her vindictiveness. To this day, she pushes negative articles on certain Ailes accusers, like the one you are looking at right now. It gives me no pleasure to report such news about my former employer, which has absolutely made some reforms since all of this went down. But this must stop. The abuse of women, the shaming of them, the threatening, the retaliation, the silencing of them after the fact, it has to stop. So, crazy statements there from Megyn Kelly and, um, you know, to go along with everything else that's going on in the world right now, it's not a surprise, I don't think, to anybody, but it's a very um, sad situation, to say the least. Um, what's crazy to me, though, is after watching that clip, how some people were saying, like, oh, Megyn Kelly's just saying that to get ratings, and I'm like, if she's really that hard up for ratings, that's a pretty extreme way to get them. Um, but really just... Um, a crazy situation there uh, for Fox News, to say the least. Um, then there was this, on a much more uh, upbeat tone. Um, this was a game towards the end of the season for Major League Soccer earlier this week. Uh, it was the Toronto FC going up against Atlanta's team. And uh, Altidore scores, and uh, when he did score, somebody threw a beer at him. And Giovinco, who's his teammate with the Toronto FC, ended up picking up uh, the beer and drinking it, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, you can check that clip out, twitter.com. I'm on the field for a few. I think it's so valuable to get game minutes, especially in a game like this, in a playoff atmosphere. Kajan didn't come. Kajan didn't come, and Altidore scores. He's made two brilliant saves in the game. But as that ball was fed in the direction of the U.S. International, I'm looking at his fellow U.S. And you could barely see it there, but he did actually pick up the beer and he drank it, which I thought was pretty funny. And what was crazy about that wasn't just that he did that, but right after, I believe, he ended up scoring. Um, so really crazy stuff. Uh, then there was this uh, performance at uh, Pantheon. Um which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, the Mechanics of History by Yoan uh, Bourgeois. And I don't know if it's going to play or not. I don't think it will, but um, here we go. 
So yeah, pretty cool display there. Um, it may not end up showing on YouTube, depending on whether or not that music forces me to edit that part out. Uh, but if it does, you can check that out, twitter.com slash thejohndnewton. A really interesting exhibit there. Um, then there was this. There was somebody that tweeted to The Rock um, after he was wishing Kurt Angle well in his return match after a decade in the WWE. And um, he was saying, like, to have fun. And a fan <laughs> tweeted back, or actually I think it was a comedian tweeted back to The Rock and said, um, you know, wrestling's fake, right? And The Rock tweeted back, I like the dry wit. Correct, I do in fact know wrestling isn't real. That's why I said have fun. I also know you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty good from The Rock. Um, going back to wrestling, uh, this was actually a clip of Brock Lesnar um, before he made it to the WWE. Um, I believe this was Ohio Valley Wrestling um, when he first was trying out to see if he can make it to the WWE. So that's like the farm system there. And you see he kind of trips. He doesn't really land well there, so that was pretty funny. <clears throat> um, then I was saying, you know, I think... Team Raw already got eliminated by Team Meningitis before Survivor Series even starts. Um, then Creative Humor was tweeting out how considerate of Kane to help Finn Balor off the top rope before choke slamming him. And yeah, it was a weird moment on Raw on Monday because Finn Balor was on the top rope and Kane had him for a choke slam and it looked like he was going to choke slam him off of the top rope, which would have been interesting. Instead, he lifted him up off of the top rope and then choke slammed him, so it didn't quite have the same effect. <clears throat> I wasn't the only one that noticed that. Obviously, Creative Humor did as well. Um, then, Creative Humor also tweeted out First, Kane murders Braun Strowman. Now, he murders Finn Balor's momentum. And that's true. Finn Balor, the night before on TLC, beat AJ Styles clean. And this was after like months of just Finn Balor winning and losing matches against Bray Wyatt and I, f I think Elias as well. He's just had like a rough few months and all of a sudden it seemed like, oh, you know, things are going to be going Finn Balor's way. He beats AJ Styles clean and then Kane beats him clean. So I don't know what, again, the writers are thinking there. Um, then I said, <clears throat> when Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar made their way to the ring on Raw, I just realized between Heyman's haircut and Brock Lesnar's haircut, you'd have a full head of hair. Weird. Um, then there was a tweet from Go Transit, and they've been advertising this, uh, Go Transit in Ontario. Um, and they keep advertising this poll that says, which, uh, which hashtag etiquette fail is the grossest? And it gives you this list of stuff that's really disgusting. On, that you would see on a GO train or a GO bus or whatever and I said the fact that this is even a poll for GO Transit is gross. Um, <clears throat> WWE Creative Humor tweeted out 
Hello, I am Elias, and I can play the hell out of the nationwide jingle. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, WWE Creative Humor also tweeted out, The brand that brands Brock Lesnar is the supreme brand for the 20 days that they actually get him. Uh, then, uh, the Sunday Times tweeted out, uh, The government has said the term pregnant women uh, shouldn't be used in a UN treaty as it excludes trans people, uh, to which Brett Weinstein uh, tweeted out, Insanity, the term pregnant woman excludes all people who are not pregnant. Biology excludes trans women from pregnancy, not language. And I would tend to agree with that. Uh, then there was a bit of a flashback, so Ryan Reynolds wishing his wife a happy birthday, uh, he posted a picture of him and his wife was kind of cut out at the side, uh, so his wife, uh, Blake Lively, got a bit of revenge on him, saying happy birthday baby, and it shows him beside uh, Ryan Gosling, but Ryan Reynolds is cut out of the picture, for the most part, it's just... Ryan Gosling there, so I thought that was pretty funny. And then on Raw, um, of course, there was the hashtag Under Siege, uh, with Shane McMahon and SmackDown going after uh, the Raw locker room. Uh, so Bad Hombre used that and said, uh, when a verified account quotes your tweet and has the minions flock uh, to your mentions, um, so I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> Then there was this tweet uh, from History and Pictures, uh, which was saying, uh, texting in the 80s, and it's showing pieces of paper folded into little triangles with somebody's name on it. Um, very true. Even in the 90s, because, you know, as a 90s kid, uh, that was actually happening back then, too. Um, then there was this really crazy video uh, tweeted by Nature is Scary showing a bleeding tree. And in the video, basically, you see this sword cutting into a tree several times. And it's really crazy because the tree actually begins to bleed um, if it shows, which, of course, it won't. Uh, so check it out, twitter.com slash thejohndnewton. There you saw the bleeding tree. Uh, pretty crazy stuff there. Um, then there was another crazy video. Uh, this was on YouTube and it was a video of a mother rabbit attacking a snake that actually came and killed its babies. Um, is that a little bunny, Snake, 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 snake,
snake, black snake. So crazy video there, you see the mother rabbit like biting and kicking at the snake um, several times. Um, really crazy video. You can't really blame the mother rabbit though after what the snake had done. Um, that video though was weird, it was saying that it saved the babies. I don't think that's what happened. Maybe that's what they told the kids there that were watching, but it looked like the babies uh, were killed by the snake, which would kind of explain more why the mother rabbit was doing what it did because it was just like, you know, fuck it and just went right after that snake um, then I didn't know, um, but Lyme disease was named after Old Lyme in Connecticut because that's where uh, the first rash of cases actually occurred um, so interesting brain dropping there um, and then a callback brain dropping, uh, Florida actually claimed uh, Niami from Pittsburgh on waivers um, all of the others from yesterday, including Fair from uh, the Maple Leafs, cleared waivers. Uh, the Rangers put Cracknell on waivers. Um, and what Bob McKenzie was saying was that what this tells him is that Roberto Luongo's prognosis for his injured finger or hand is not very good with Florida claiming uh, Niemi from Pittsburgh. Uh, then there was this image uh, of the Cottingley Fairies hoax, uh, which was hilarious because uh, Sir Ar Ar Arthur Conan Doyle defended it as if it was real, but half of the population was saying, no, that's, that's fake, and it, it did turn out to be fake. Um, but it's interesting that Sir Ar Arthur Conan Doyle defended it as if it was real. Um, then from the AFP news agency, uh, there was a tweet that Einstein's theory of happy living emerges in 1922 Tokyo note um, and the note itself says a quiet and modest life brings more joy than a pursuit of success bound with constant unrest and what's interesting is that that note went up for auction and it was in the millions of dollars in that auction um, so obviously they weren't paying attention to what Einstein actually put on the note itself um, then I've been playing a lot of games this week um, as I've been trying to get over this cold um, as you can imagine if you, you know obviously if you subscribe to the YouTube channel you've probably seen it um, one of the things that I've noticed uh, with one of the new games that is featured on the, on the channel um, one of the new games that I've been playing recently NBA 2k18 uh, when they come out of a timeout all of a sudden you see these parachutes in the crowd and I was saying like what's with the parachutes it's so distracting like get rid of them in NBA 2k18 if you've played the game or seen it on the channel you've probably you've noticed it it's a huge distraction I would think 2k sports should just try to get rid of it but we'll see what they do um, 
Then I also didn't know, um, earlier this week I found out the brain can last up to three minutes without air, uh, which I thought was pretty crazy. Um, then there was this video uh, by Tim and Sid showing Phil Kessel playing basketball, and this was crazy. I don't believe it for a second. Oh! What? Phil, you ready for some basketball? I don't care. I'll play you one on one. I can ball. You can't ball. You don't believe that? I don't believe it for a second. Oh! Wow! So Phil Kessel saying he can ball, um, but apparently not. So Tim and Sid went obviously that next step, which they always do, uh, and they came up with a new uh, cover for NBA 2K18. It's the Hot Dog Edition with Phil Kessel. Um, hot Dog because Phil Kessel, uh, when he played for the Maple Leafs, was oftentimes seen going to the hot dog stands on the street. Um, so I thought that that was a pretty funny uh, cover that they made there. Uh, so then there was a tweet from uh, Kathleen Dumpson uh, who said, uh, Nunez announces a house probe into Obama-era Russian uranium deal that the Trumps tied to Clinton. Uh, Chaffetz's investigation continues after all. Um, and then speaking of Donald Trump, uh, when he was meeting the GOP in Congress, uh, he was in the hallway there people were chanting treason and they were actually tossing Russian flags. I don't know if you saw it there. It was kind of quick, um, but pretty crazy situation there. Uh, Kevin Beaumont tweeted out, it looks like there's a potentially big ransomware outbreak called uh, Bad Rabbit uh, spreading possibly via SMB. He's looking into it right now. Um, and ESET tweeted out, uh, transit and government organizations in Ukraine seems to always be Ukraine and others hit with a new variant of the infamous uh, disk coder ransomware um, so you know again we continue to see these attacks going on almost on a monthly basis now um, and going back to Bledsoe and the Suns, um, I think it would make sense at this point if the Cleveland Cavs uh, tried to trade Thomas for Bledsoe. I think that would make sense, but we'll see if that happens. Um, then again, based on Phil Kessel's video there, Tim and Sid said a new direct-to-Blu-ray DVD has been made, uh, White Men Can't Jump 2, uh, with Wesley Snipes and Phil Kessel. Uh, billionaire Mindset said, there's no elevator to success, you have to take the stairs. So that is a really good saying. 
And then there was this, uh, Colin Morty saying, America's doomed if our colleges are producing kids like this. This is what fascism actually We find like. the leader of that group that has vowed to shut tonight's event down, who makes a startling admission. I don't think he should speak. But it, that doesn't really comport with the First Amendment. I don't care. You don't care? I don't care. Why not? I don't think that's a like relevant document right now. So yeah, that is pretty scary. Uh, if you've got students going around saying that, that's pretty stupid. Uh, whether you like what's being said or not, um, you know. Um, then there is this, uh, Halloween's favorite botch of all time, largely due to uh, JR's commentary. Uh, let's see if we could pick this clip back up. So that you can hear. He's done boxing, he's done wrestling, he's done all sports. Hip block, hip the wall. He was in orbit on that move. What power by the Z-Man. Uh, then Adrian tweeted out that Neville's actually been officially cut from the 205 Live intro. And I said, but is he still in the Raw intro? I don't know. Um, then uh, Jake tweeted out credit for the closed caption guy. Uh, because he put, as Elias was playing his guitar, Elias begins playing a song that will change your life. <laughs> is the caption uh, so that is pretty good uh, then there's a tweet uh, the US Secretary of State Rex Tillerson says we're concerned about the stability of the Pakistan government due to too many terrorist organizations uh, and I said to which Pakistan laughed and said you're worried about us you do know who your president is right <laughs> um, then there was uh, a fight that took place in the NHL uh, where there was actually, as Michael Cole would call it, a Superman punch uh, from Bieksa. Uh, so really crazy, he actually left his skates to land that punch. Um, crazy situation there. Um, then this kind of like flew under the radar, but the Uberfax picked picked it up, they tweeted, uh, the U.S. Air Force has raised its maximum age of enlistment from 27 to 39 years old, and I was saying, shut the door, there's a draft, because that sounds an awful lot to me, like, uh, perhaps a draft might be coming when they increase the age from 27 to 39, that's a pretty big increase. Um, Uberfax tweeted out also, that whether a penny is dropped from a five-story building or a 50-story building, it will be falling at the same speed. So that's pretty crazy. Um, the Associated Press tweeted out, uh, the Senate votes to nullify rule, letting consumers band together to sue banks or credit card companies. And I said, it's good to see who they work for. Um, and Senator Maggie Hassan had a good tweet. She said, despite Wells Fargo and Equifax, the Senate GOP gutted one of uh, the tools for consumers to hold financial institutions accountable. Um, and then, of course, uh, Vice President Pence was the one that casted the deciding vote uh, to nullify those regulations that would have protected consumers from fraud. And I said, yet another great vote to add to his already glorious voting record. Like, 
crazy. <clears throat> then there's a tweet from Glenn Greenwald uh, saying the FBI's hunt for two missing piglets reveals the federal cover-up of barbaric factory farms. Um, Uberfax tweeted out, in 2002, Iraqi dictator Saddam Hussein used I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston for his re-election campaign. That, I couldn't believe that when I read that. Um, WWE Creative Humor tweeted out, If I couldn't be bothered to show up at Raw, do you think I care about being captain? A quote from Randy Orton. Uh, then WWE Creative Humor also tweeted out, These five women are fighting for the chance to unify the women they are fighting. Makes sense to us. Um, then there was this tweet, which I thought was good. It says, What happens when you block someone? Uh, you might be wondering what happens when you block a friend. Blocking a friend means that you'll no longer be friends on Facebook, and you won't be able to see each other's posts. Don't worry, we won't tell them that you've blocked them. And Steven tweets, I was hoping they'd get launched into the sun. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty good. Um, then after uh, the hashtag Under Siege on Monday Night Raw from Shane McMahon, uh, I love how now Under Siege is one of the top movies on iTunes in Canada right now after Monday Night Raw. And it is. It's actually in the top movies under $10. Um, then Uberfax tweeted out, semen contains zinc and calcium, both of which are proven to prevent tooth decay. And I said, is this part of an ad campaign aimed towards boosting oral sex amongst women? <laughs> it's a crazy tweet there. Um, then Deepak uh, Gupta tweeted out, 50-50 vote, Pence breaks the tie. And with that, the Senate takes away your right to band together and hold banks accountable to consumers. Alyssa Milano tweeted out, This happened last night while you were sleeping, and it's not okay. And I would agree with her, but, you know, until people vote other people into office, that's not going to change. Then uh, John Morosi tweeted out, A hockey trade idea that was kicked around on the Fan 590. Would Mitch Moner, uh for Justin Falk be a wise trade? the Leafs and I said um no um then there was a tweet uh showing heel turning for self defense say some gangster is dissing your fly girl just give him one of these obviously making fun of uh, Sami Zayn there. Um, then there was a tweet uh, from now this uh, basically showing ICE agents going in illegally to arrest somebody inside a house without uh, them giving permission to actually come into the house. Uh, so you can see that on twitter.com slash the John D. Newton. Um, then uh, there was an interesting picture uh, from EarthPix uh, reflections in Norway, which I thought was a pretty cool picture that I wanted to share on the podcast. Uh, then I was also saying, I think the Yankees are nuts for letting Girardi go. I wish that the Jays would have the balls to fire Gibby and try to sign Girardi, because I think he was a great manager for the Yankees, and I think it was a mistake 
Uh, obviously, I think there's more behind his firing. I think it's more politics than anything. Um, but it's also interesting, Derek Jeter now in charge of the Marlins. Uh, it's very possible Girardi could end up going to the Marlins, which would be interesting as well. Um, and I was saying, you know, unless the Yankees are getting Joe Torre to come out of the Major League Baseball office, I don't see what they're thinking here. Um, and John Morosi just kind of solidified that because he said uh, Joe Girardi managed the Yankees for 10 years. Their 910 wins and 710 loss record was the best of any Major League Baseball team over that same span. So again, very, very solid manager who did the best he could with some really shitty teams, especially from a Yankees perspective. Um, and you know, you'd like to see things end better than that. Um, then there was this tweet uh, from Earthpix, another interesting image uh, from China, which I wanted to share with you guys. I thought it was pretty cool. And then this video uh, from Uberfax showing a wasp ripping a bee in half and then flying away with that half of the body. Just a crazy video. Um, and then there was an article uh, from last year uh, from Independent that was saying that vinyl albums outsold digital downloads for the first time ever, and this was at the end of last year. Um, so really interesting situation there. Um, and then Nature Scary also had this video uh, showing a fish, that inside the fish, when they cut into it, the stomach, they were pulling out baby turtles. Uh, so you can check that out, twitter.com slash thejohndnewton. Uh, really crazy video there. Um, then I tweeted out, sometimes you say things to yourself that you wouldn't even say to your own worst enemy. Um, sometimes we can be maybe too harsh on ourselves. Uh, so that's a brain dropping that I had. Uh, Billionaire Mindset had a quote from Yogi Berra, uh, losing is a learning experience. It teaches you humility. It teaches you to work harder it's also a powerful motivator. Uh, and then I tweeted out, at a certain point you ask yourself how much sand is left in this glass and what do I do with it? Uh, Billionaire Mindset tweeted out, remember comfort is the enemy of achievement. Um, and then me watching the May Police game the other day, I said at this point, I think the guy driving the Zamboni could stop more pucks going in than Anderson. Uh, I was watching the game against the Hurricanes and it was just goal, goal, two to nothing, Hurricanes, and I just had to turn it off. Uh, sure enough, the Leafs ended up losing that game, I think six to three or six to four. Um, Anderson has been absolute shit in that. I don't care what anybody says. You know, he'll have that one game where he gets a shutout and then the rest of them he just shits the bed. He's sure as hell not worth the contract that they have him on. And I think if you're the Maple Leafs looking forward, uh, you have to realistically look at payroll and say, hey, do we want to sign Matthews, Marner, Nylander, and as many more of these kids as possible? Well, to do that, you're probably going to have to get rid of Anderson, and I think the team would be better off for it. Um, I, honestly, I think you could probably even get better play in net from the backup goalie, McKelney, uh, than Anderson at this point. He's just been such a shitty goalie. You know, you're talking about a Maple Leafs team that gets so many goals, and, you know, you're up by two goals, and you think, you know, it's a sure thing. They've won the game. He'll let in a goal. 
that's another soft goal it's tied again and how many times can you watch that before saying that this guy is an absolute shit goalie get rid of him um you know he's coming from anaheim and just like the other goalies that they've had from anaheim it's very clear that those goalies play behind a defensive system that's why they're successful they come to the leafs and they get revealed to be shit goalies same thing with Vesa from San Jose all those years ago. Um, you know, if you're bringing in goalies that play behind defensive systems and traps and things, and then all of a sudden you're shocked when they play on your team, which doesn't play that way, and they get revealed to be really shitty goalies, I don't know how you can be surprised. I think the Maple Leafs need to move on from Anderson. I don't think they will. Um, but if it was me running the team, he would have been gone yesterday because he's just been such a garbage goalie, letting in so many soft goals at such shitty times in the game. Just absolutely brutal. Um, and speaking of brutal, apparently there was a guy that got onto a plane and started counting down from 10 in Arabic, as in Arabic, I should say, uh, as a prank. Um, as was just saying, like, what type of asshole does that? really stupid thing um then there was this video uh lots of nature videos today um for whatever reason but there was this video of a cub a little bear wrestling a much bigger dog and actually tossing it around like judo just a crazy video there Uh, then Joe Rogan tweeted out, individual with complete spinal cord injury regains voluntary motor function. Uh, that was a story from Science Daily. Um, and then The Hill tweeted out, the largest private prison company in the U.S. moves annual meeting to the Trump Golf Club. Um, and Walter Schaub tweeted out, this is why a president's conflicts of, of interest matter. Uh, then Joey Ryan tweeted out, It's nice to see the WWE come over to the dark side of making parody wrestling tees game. Uh, welcome to the team. So it shows uh, the Bullet Club with their shirt and the Shield with a shirt that looks pretty much the exact same. Um, pretty crazy stuff there. Good tweet from Joey Ryan. Um, then Twitter Moments tweeted out uh, that Cambridge News received a call telling them to ring the U.S. Embassy for big news. 25 minutes before JFK was shot so you can just add that to the fuel of uh, controversy uh, when it comes to JFK's assassination um, obviously uh, documents were supposed to be released on the 26th of October a couple of days ago um, there's been some delays there's been further redactions they want to do I think at this point it's pretty clear to the world that um, we're never going to know the real truth of what happened uh, with JFK's assassination, whether it actually was what they say it was, or whether there was more involved to it, as the conspiracy theorists would tell you, um, I don't think we're ever going to really know. Um, the only thing that we'll know for sure is that JFK is dead, which of course we knew at the time of the assassination, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, it's just really creepy how the government, you know, decades later still can't release information to citizens about something like a, an assassination um 
just really creepy stuff. And um, Ken Rosenthal was tweeting uh, that the Nationals actually interviewed John Farrell, uh, which I thought was interesting. Uh, Dave Martinez is a front runner for the job as well. And then there was a few images I tweeted. This one was of a crazy-looking anglerfish. Uh, this one was of a crazy-looking shark. And this one was really creepy. It looks like uh, the chestburster in the movie Alien. And I was saying, I'm never going deep-sea fishing again. Um, then it was an interesting uh, story, uh, interesting tweet here uh, from The Vertical. Uh, the Celtics were granted an $8.4 million disabled player exception for the loss of Gordon Hayward. Uh, they have until the end of the season basically to use it. Um, then there was a tweet on CNN, uh, breaking news, first charges in the investigation led by special counsel uh, Robert Mueller have been filed and sealed indictments. Um, and then Justin Fleener tweeted out, it's happening. Uh, the first charges uh, in the Mueller investigation. Uh, Renato Mariotti tweeted out a really good thread, uh, kind of going into details about it. Uh, he was saying sometimes prosecutors will indict someone earlier if they hit a wall and want to get someone to flip. Uh, given Mueller's ongoing interviews of White House staff, it doesn't appear that his investigation is wrapping up anytime soon. Uh, so this suggests to me that he most likely is indicting someone early to get him or her to flip. The obvious candidate is Paul Manafort. Um, WWE Creative Humor, on a side note, uh, tweeted out, If we wanted to give Survivor Series some stakes, then the loser of Raw vs. SmackDown has to take Enzo Amore. I thought that was pretty good. Um, then there was this really creepy video uh, from ABC News of President Trump uh, with reporters children at the White House for Halloween and you can check that out twitter.com slash the John D. Newton I was saying that it's just beyond surreal uh, then going back to Under Siege uh, Matthew tweeted out what film did Spike TV show after Impact Wrestling this week and it was Under Siege uh, so I thought that was pretty good uh, and I also was saying that I don't think this was getting enough play on Twitter, social media, or in the news, um, but Donald Trump stopping short of calling opioids a national emergency. Uh, he was just saying that it was a crisis. Uh, he had promised in August to call it a national emergency. If he did, that would have meant billions of dollars going after that issue, and instead there's no money going into it, uh, which is unfortunate. Um, you know, we'll see what happens, but that does not look like a good situation in the States. Um, then there was this image that uh, Ellen actually posted herself of her admiring Katy Perry's uh, big balloons. Um, and I was saying that Katy was excited to meet Justin Bieber. She just wished that he'd stop staring. Uh, so I thought that was pretty good. Uh, then there was this, uh, a baby's bottom being painted like a pumpkin. You can't really make that up. I was saying parents these days, Halloween, Halloweekend, if you're watching this on the weekend. Um, and that will do it uh, for 
uh, this episode actually was a lot shorter than I thought it would be considering we were catching up for a week um, but it was a relatively slow week that was also part of the reason why uh, we didn't really go for uh, any podcast this week in addition to me not feeling that well um, but hopefully you guys enjoyed it hopefully it was worth the wait uh, you know I want to wish everybody watching listening a happy Halloween uh, and we will see you guys on the next episode